Welcome to House Party, a podcast where home and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And this week, we are recapping another episode of Rock the Block. Yay! I really enjoyed this one. Did you? This was, yes, I did. This week was Main Suites Week. The teams got to tackle the main bedroom and main bath and all the things that come with it. Closets, laundry rooms, apparently, <laughs> fireplaces. Yeah, it was it was really cool to see what these teams did. Per usual, I had things that I absolutely loved about uh-huh. each zone, as they're calling it, I guess, because they can yeah. call it a room because it's <laughs> multiple rooms, it's a zone. So I, I had things that I absolutely loved and then things that I was like, oh, um, I will say I did correctly predict the winner. Me too. You did? Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure if the winner was my favorite, mm. but it was, it was definitely up there. I think, I think they deserved it. Put it that way. I think they definitely deserved the win. The judges this week were Lindsay Lamb and Leslie Davis from Unsellable Houses, mm-hmm. and they actually won the main suite challenge last season on yeah. Rock the Block. Yeah, they did. So they were like, they know what to look for. They know what adds value. What I found interesting is this week was a blind judging. They mm-hmm. decided to throw that into the mix. So Leslie and Lindsay went through and didn't know whose house was whose, although they did correctly guess it on multiple occasions. Yeah, they could tell just from the decor kind of like who's knowing – I'm sure having watched these other HGTV stars shows, like they, they knew who's. I don't know why that, like, it didn't necessarily surprise me, but I thought that was kind of fun that they're all keeping an eye on one another. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that they know they've watched enough to know the aesthetic of their competitors on HGTV. Yeah. They know know. like, oh, so-and-so, like Paige is going to give you like 50,000 amenities that are going to add value you know like they know what everyone's moves are they correctly identified even the bomblers it wasn't like john and christina who were like obviously you know farmhouse Farmhouse. yeah they correctly identified some pretty kind of subtle design i don't know i just thought that was kind of funny that in this world in the hgtv multiverse that they have you know they've branded themselves totally um Paige and Mitch are the first team that we approach, uh, and they have plans to put in a fireplace in the main bedroom, a private laundry room uh, adjacent to the closet. Which and they acknowledge everybody else is going to do. Yeah, that, but I mean, if, if you if you say to yourself, whoa, a laundry room in in the closet yes this is a thing that rich people have been doing apparently for a while or just hgtv folks with a with a robust budget um much like the double kitchen and the double island we Mm -hmm. have a double laundry room situation going on in a lot of these homes i think everyone did a laundry room in the closet every single person did a laundry room so they predicted correctly they differentiated though by adding a steamer, a closed steamer, and that's mm-hmm. how they used their $2,000 that they won last week. They didn't steam those bathrobes that were hanging. No, they the were house. very wrinkly. 
They were like hanging right next to the steamer, but those did not get steamed. Um, there to show you what could be done. Exactly. They're saying, yeah, how how useful would this tool be <laughs> for something like this? And Paige judged the main suite last season. So she was like, I'm totally at an advantage. I know what it looks like when somebody doesn't put all of their time and all of their money into a space. Mm-hmm. I know what it takes to get the win. Um, inter- interestingly, they spent, I think, the least amount of money on their main suite. It was $35,000. And she mm-hmm. wondered, she said, is it enough? Mm-hmm. We will find out. We'll find out if it was. Yeah. Michelle and Anthony, my favorite team. Um, I'm sure a lot of other people's favorite team. They did a really great move um, of taking the French doors that they pulled out of the patio uh, for or the French doors that they pulled out of their living room that they replaced with an accordion door, they said, let's repurpose these. And I love that. That was brilliant. Use them in the main bed. And then they opened them out to a little patio where you can step out and just take in the scenery of the Rocky Mountains. I mean, duh. Like that was, that was such a great move. Yeah. Just brilliant to hang on to those doors, to repurpose them. Um, and then that deck, that wraparound, cost mm-hmm. them about 11500 I think. I think it was well worth yeah. the money spent. Wasn't cheap. And even, like, during the episode, Sarah and Brian Baumler, like, commented. They're like, That's, that looks pretty expensive. <laughs> that that wraparound porch, that, that does not look cheap. And it wasn't cheap, but it paid off. Well, whoops. Is that a spoiler? I don't know. <laughs> we, have, we have to keep talking about it. Um, moving on to the Baumlers, they had a cool idea of putting a coffee bar in their main bedroom. They were, that was like, they're totally pandering to Leslie and Lindsay. They're like, oh, they're from the Pacific Northwest. What's popular in the Pacific Northwest? Coffee. Coffee. Starbucks. Yeah, no. I mean, I've, I've watched every episode of Lindsay and Leslie's show. I do like Unsellable Houses and they... They, it's heavy on the coffee on the show. So yeah, it was, it was a good touch. I mean, any, who wouldn't want to, if you, if you're a coffee drinker, who wouldn't want to wake up with an espresso machine right there where you can just roll out and, and make a nice cup. Um, they also had the private laundry and they invested $40,000 into their mm-hmm. design. Yeah. Their inspiration I think was really hotel suite and they wanted to make everything feel like you're in a hotel or a spa, like the bathroom felt very spa-like. The bathroom Obviously, was a spa. The, the bedroom had that breakfast bar that felt very hotel suite-like. Yeah. And uh, later, we come to find that without Sarah's uh, okay or supervision, Brian has gone ahead and added a... Well, he's gone ahead and spied on Anthony and Michelle, <laughs> saw their balcony, their deck... And decided to add a door from their uh, main bedroom out to the deck. Mm-hmm. They didn't do a wraparound though, and I I noticed that they were they were tra- there was a, a segment where they were trash talking, and they yell over it, um, or maybe they just said it to themselves. But they said that Michelle and Anthony's deck really didn't do anything; it was too small to do anything on. And I thought. Do they know that it wraps all the way around? It connects. Yeah. Yeah. It literally leads you to like the main living space. And it's in, there's plenty of space to walk out. I mean, you don't need to go 
play pickleball on <laughs> no on the wraparound but to porch. just walk out and look at the views I mean and in the, the deck itself was it was glass paned on the the railing right mm-hmm. yeah so it didn't it, it didn't obstruct any of the views no I thought what Anthony Michelle did was brilliant I thought Brian and Sarah did I mean I thought it was a good move to put a door out to the deck but it, yeah. it certainly couldn't compare I compare Michelle and Anthony's uh, balcony creation um, kind of a similar move to what we saw last season with Egypt and Mike when they did their trifecta power move of um, connecting putting putting a connection to the garage so you could oh, say yeah. remember and they added like that big mud room so they added square footage they can they made a connected garage and I I mean with an appraisal I think that is what won them the show so perhaps this was Michelle and Anthony's trifecta power move that that one that wins them the show I don't know did you while we're on Brian and Sarah did you notice a tone shift this episode like I did (laughs) a tone shift of suddenly they're being very naughty everything was a dirty joke (laughs) they did that well they did that um didn't they do that like a few episodes ago or whatever when when someone's like or no that was Anthony and Michelle when they're like oh married people like to have sex too or whatever yeah no, this um, was the first time I feel like I, I've started to see Brian and Sarah's personality and yeah. not just be kind of like work focused. I mean, well, they Brian, made the, they made the pun. Yeah. The pun about the ropes is always you're talking about or the last lassos. There were a few. Yeah. We'll get to that with the design, quote unquote, surprise. But and there, there was a lot of trash talking, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of a lot of sexy jokes, a lot of trash talking. Um, really started, I feel like seeing more of their personality and I liked it. I dug it. Maybe they're, I mean, they're being good sports cause they haven't won a room yet out of the first two rooms. Um, so maybe they're just like, you know what? It's not so much about winning as it is about having fun and making good TV and, you know, just having fun with our yeah. co-contestants. So maybe they're just chilling out a little bit. I like how they, you know, he, saw what Anthony and Michelle did with the deck did the the, you know added the door to their deck Brian goes it's not called stealing an idea if you take something and improve upon it and it (laughs) improve upon it and I was like no I think it's still called stealing (laughs) and then Anthony goes we love the bomblers but we will beat them yeah I wrote that down too deadpan like he is we will beat them yeah so serious he's it's the art of war it's he is they are not there to play um so ty texts the teams and tells them to meet him at a ranch and they approach and find ty wearing chaps do you think ty is really texting the teams like ty you know like tyra mail that like america's (laughs) next top model ty ty text oh Um, my god Maybe. Yeah, I think he is. <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> I totally forgot about Tyra Mail. Tyra Mail. Uh, or like... um. I mean, I would think it's just production telling them the day before, show up here. In the villa, they get text too on, on Love Island. <laughs> I would love to see somebody on Rock the Block go, oh, I've got a text. I've got a text. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's what they're getting from Ty. Ty text. 
we got to see Ty wearing chaps. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I was not looking at his attire. Oh yeah, he was wearing suede chaps when they when they show up to him, and he's standing next to a bunch of stuff. Uh, This is their design surprise. I like that they're not calling it challenges; it's just a surprise. I know it's (laughs) just insert word here. Yeah, these are five iconic materials associated with Colorado's western roots. Iconic, iconic. (laughs) Okay. They were a little random in my mind, but one was leather. Then there were saddle blankets, beetle kill pine, which we saw used in the living room challenge, copper, and lasso rope. And they have to choose one and incorporate it in a creative way. And Paige and Mitch, since they won last week's zone, get to pick first and then pick everybody else who goes in what order. It's a big advantage. I mean, the thing is with these challenges, like, well, actually, I guess we'll discuss it when we talk about their final designs, but I I think it does go into judging, like, how you use the material. Like, if you just poop out and don't do a good job, I think it can really hurt you in judging. Um, Christina said, they're different materials, none of which I actually want. (laughs) I appreciated the candor. Yeah, it was as as a designer for to hear her say that she wasn't she was being real. She's like, I don't saddle blankets. I don't know. Um, but Paige and Mitch go ahead and they choose leather, of course. Like, duh. It's just like a roll of really nice leather that they can use for a lot of different things. I will say we'll get to it, but I was surprised what they used it on. I liked what they used it on. I mean, it was cool. I'm just surprised. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a unique it was a idea. Surprising use of the material. <laughs> it was a surprising use of the design surprise material. <laughs> There's surprises around every corner. Um, Paige and Mitch then choose Michelle and Anthony to pick next, and these guys choose saddle blankets, which I thought was a little. I was also it, surprised. Interesting. That was another surprise. It not would not have been my choice. They're these plaid, thick, um, probably wool saddle blankets that you'd throw on a horse when you're riding it. Then the bomblers go next, and they choose the pine. They're gonna make something out of the wood. And this is when they make their little sexual innuendo I think. about knowing what to do with the lassos. Yeah. They're like, well, we know what to do with those. But Sarah goes, that's a different network. Yeah. <laughs> what network is like the sex, like OnlyFans? That's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's, there, that's a market, probably HGTV for OnlyFans. Yeah. I mean, the show, How to Build a Sex Room. Yeah, it's true. On Netflix. Is that getting a second season? I don't even know. I haven't heard anything. Check out our interview with the host of that. And then John and Christina pick those lassos. And what on earth are they going to do with lassos? And I, I was thought, surprised that they didn't choose it. The, the last choice that nobody chose was copper. And I thought... Farmhouse. <laughs> Maybe after seeing the Chelsea DeBoer show, Down Home Fab, where she just... <laughs> loves copper i thought i'm sure you could do something puts copper on everything yeah dresser i i don't know i think it would have made a lot more sense for them to choose copper i agree um but they chose lassos i think they were expecting to get 
like just some rope. But what Christina reveals to us is lassos are actually mainly made of plastic. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of like rope material. So not really this is, malleable. Yeah, pretty difficult to work with. And um, <laughs> as we see, the lassos present a challenge for her <laughs> as well. So then they get on horseback and ride back to the, well, I don't know where they rode off to. <laughs> they just got out a afternoon on horseback, I guess. Yeah, just to be filmed on horses. Uh, I loved seeing Anthony sewing his his blankets. He he has a sewing machine. He makes a skirt with a thigh high slit. He said, "This is a leg," and he just does a twirl, and he's so fabulous. I love him. I said it's refreshing to see this fierceness on HGTV. I. It's it it's just it's a nice little change, yeah. Um, and he has a background in couture design, so that's mm-hmm. what he's bringing to the table here. And and I didn't know that. I don't know anything about them, and I think that's just fascinating that they're bringing high fashion to these interiors. And he's translating it to home decor. Yeah, he he. I I loved what he created. Actually, I think he made those cowboy looking horse blankets saddle blankets look like something you'd find in like a Ralph Lauren home store so right well let's talk a little bit about their their zone their space so Mm -hmm. originally they were going to paint a mountain landscape on the walls but then they felt like that would have felt like too much of a dude ranch with the blankets that they got in the design surprise agree (laughs) I agree they painted an ombre wall of sky tones and they did it themselves so they saved money on the labor um I thought it turned out well I'm not a huge ombre fan myself but for Mm -hmm. what they were trying to accomplish I thought it looked really good I agree I would never paint an ombre room in my house maybe in my son's room but probably not but I think for a competition like this where you really have to like have a show-stopping design point of view yeah I I thought it turned out really well it didn't look cheap or chintzy or I didn't think it looked cheap at all no no it looked good yeah. Where they really took a risk was in the bathroom. And I want to take this opportunity to say that every single team moved the doorway of the bathroom mm. away from it. It was across from the bed um, or the, the bedroom or sorry, the bed wall in the main bedroom. Mm-hmm. And they moved it to the hallway. So every Smart. single team, yeah, moved the entry to the bathroom. Um, Anthony and Michelle wanted to make the bathroom more of a wet room. So they put porcelain on the wall and the floor. And then Meshal goes in and says, how about a urinal? (laughs) And Anthony, with a face that honestly could freeze time, said, I just also want you to consider the fact that we are being judged by two women. Michelle (laughs) says, any wife would be okay with her husband using a urinal as opposed to the toilet. And Anthony says, anybody married to a man will be happy. Hmm. What did you think about this? You're married to a man. I'm married to a man. I'm raising a little a little boy who will be a man, use a toilet hopefully soon. Um, I, I was not into the urinal. Me neither. No. I, as much as it's annoying when my husband leaves the seat up, uh, I agree with the, the commentary that... Um, Lindsay said which was it might start to stink yeah you don't want to sit on the toilet next to a urinal 
Yeah. It's just sort of a grow like I only expect to ever do that in the diviest of bars. <laughs> Honestly. As a woman, I don't need to be around urinals. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, why not a bidet? As a, excuse me. Let me let me maybe I should as a cis as a cisgender woman, I don't want to be around urinals. Well, to me, they're, uh, first of all, they're just as messy as, as a toilet. Bidet. Oh, as a toilet. Yeah, it splashes. You still have to clean I imagine. it. It's just one extra thing to clean. And it's then an my, extra my thing. next thought was why, if you're going to put in an accessory, why not a bidet that mm-hmm. everybody can use? And bidets are so popular right now. And who knows if they add value? I would imagine that maybe they add a little bit of value to that bathroom, I don't like know. on an appraisal. We don't know, but I no, I agree. I I totally agree with. If you just say it's another thing to clean, that's enough for me. Okay, fine. No urinal. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to clean that thing. I didn't like it. They were the Leslie. Well, we're jumping ahead, but the the judges were split on it. I just it was just a strange choice to me. It was a strange choice, but honestly, every other choice they made was fantastic. Was so good that it like outweighed that to me. Yeah, the wet room. I, we've discussed wet rooms. You are pro wet rooms, right? Uh, in where the theory, where the shower and the tub are behind a pane of glass, and it's all in like one giant room that can get wet. Basically. Yeah, in theory, I am. Mm-hmm. They did floor. They did the same material on the shower as they did on the floor, which was porcelain. Mm-hmm. And my crippled butt was wondering, "Ooh, <laughs> how slippery is that?" <laughs> you need well, you when you're rich, get, you don't worry about falling down. You could just install some like um little like stuff on the floor like some little plasticky like yeah, stuff but then on the it floor. takes away from the whole experience well then you can wear shower shoes with <laughs> <laughs> i would find a way but i just i did wonder i was like Ooh, you can bring it like it would be slippery yeah it's uh, grab a grab bar a grab bar it did i their bathroom was my favorite i think i think Me it too. did look the most luxurious me as well their bathroom and their bedroom i loved i loved I mean, obviously, the French doors that lead out to the uh, the patio were great. That was that's the value add right there. That probably put them over the edge. I love the decor, and then that closet. There closet was clutch. Oh, it it was so luxe. It looked it looks like a rich person's closet. Just the lighting, the light fixture that was in there. So many shelves, so many drawers. I the wallpaper that they repurposed from their powder room, I th- or no, their kitchen or something. It was just so good. It it was so good. Agree, agree. My favorite. That was my your favorite. Fa- it was my favorite too. Yeah. Mm. Sure was. Even even with the urinal, I was still cool with it. Um, let's talk about Sarah and Brian. Off the bat, it's very clean. Their aesthetic is clean, minimal, clinical. Yeah, it's like bit. fine. It's clean. It's it's it is clinical. That's a great way to describe it. It's just it's like it was a spa. It's That's like exa- fine, and nothing seemed particularly 
creative. Like all these other teams were like, oh, let me put it on a, on a deck or let me put it in a fireplace. And it's like they don't really think outside the box. No, they're, they really are templatized in their design and it's gorgeous and it's functional. And I would be lucky to have a house that looks oh, totally. like that. But it's not, it, it, it looked, this bathroom looked like a spa, even with the layout and those doors, the, 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 the bathroom door was actually glass paned. I'm pretty sure it looked like the entrance to a spa and that was a big turnoff for me. And I think it was a big turnoff for the judges, Leslie oh, and really? Lindsay too. Yeah. I thought they liked it. No, they didn't like the layout. They thought the layout was oh, weird. Oh, yeah, they didn't. No, they didn't like the layout. They said that they didn't like the balance and where the tub was. And Like when you walk in, you should be looking at, yeah, it felt off balance. Like you should mm-hmm. be centered on the tub or, you know, it was, yeah, they weren't into that. Yeah, um, they also, they put uh, the vanities across from one another. And then Lindsay and Leslie said, oh, well, you have to bend, you, you bend and spit. And so you're more likely to bump your butts together. Bump your butts. And I was like, uh, that's a, a that's little a bit stretch. of a stretch. Like they the, enacted it. And I was like, you really have to bend over for that to happen. But yeah, there was no way that they, they weren't even close to touching when they did that. But okay, that was nitpicky. Exactly. Um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. Their, their space is beautiful. And I guess they felt like they were thinking outside the box with the breakfast bar in the, in the room, in the bedroom. But it just, but nothing it special even, stood out to me, really. Well, there was no coffee maker in there. It just turned out to be a wet bar. I know. One of, one of the twins said, oh, yeah, you could put an espresso maker right there. And I thought, <laughs> wasn't that the whole point from the beginning is to pay for the their plan. love of coffee? Yeah. But, but instead, all they, they turned it into a a, a bar, like an actual bar with martini glasses. A hotel mini bar. That's exactly what it ended up being. So again, it, it that's they had a spa in their bathroom and a hotel room in their bedroom, and that appeals to some buyers, but not not here, I guess. Um, let's move on to John and Christina. I know we're so hard on the Bomblers. Um, I know. I did really like their coffered ceilings. Yeah, I I thought that was... I love a coffered ceiling. Yeah, I think uh, coffered ceilings, I think, go in and out of style. And and I think the one that they did looks very, like, like, appropriate for, like, what design trends are right now. Yeah. In five to ten years, it could look a little dated. Um, But... Yeah, no, I thought it looked super luxe. I think they're also being hard on themselves. Brian said, we've lost the last two weeks, which feels pretty bad, considering I think we were looked at as the veterans. Well, I don't know if I would consider them the veterans. Yeah, being looked at a veteran isn't... (laughs) I wouldn't consider that a pro. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's move on to John and Christina. (laughs) Um. Mr. and Ms. Uh, farmhouse really took it to the farmhouse next oh level. Oh my God, by doing, they really did. In their main bed, they did Wayne's coating on the walls and they painted it a beautiful but very farmhousey green. I knew that they were going to get Leslie and Lindsay with that color because it's oh. the exact same color that those two used last year in their designs. Down to the staging of the room, it looked like... As you know, it looked like a Leslie and Lindsay original. It really I mean, did. It was but like it, 
with a farmhouse <laughs> twist. And it was beautiful. I mean, that fireplace was gorgeous. They had a fireplace in the the bedroom, which I think I prefer. I mean, yeah, if I had okay. to choose bathroom or bedroom. Can we stop for a second? I know we haven't gotten to Paige and Mitch yet, but Paige yeah. and Mitch also planned a fireplace in the bedroom on the yeah. wall when you walk in the door. They switched gears. They said, oh, this is going to obstruct the walkway if we put it here. And that's going to be a big no-no. So they moved their fireplace to the bathroom and put Mm -hmm. in a linear fireplace behind the tub. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. However, I was sad that the bedroom lost its fireplace. John Mm -hmm. and Christina had the exact same idea left the fireplace where it was, and it seemed fine, right? They have plenty of space. It's a huge room. Plenty of space. And they got points for it with Leslie and Lindsay. I don't – it really it hurt me that Paige and Mitch moved their fireplace, but we'll get to that. Yeah, in theory, it sounds like a cool idea, like, ooh, a fireplace in the bathroom? You can put it by the bathtub, make it all cozy, you but know? What if you don't take baths? Then you're never going to use it. Exactly. I don't exactly. take baths. I don't either. I'm not a bath person. But I would Me certainly either. turn that sucker on if I'm laying in bed and watching Netflix. Absolutely. I have I'm dreaming of it right now. Like that's that pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I would anyway, love. But big pro to John and Christina for just going with their gut, leaving the fireplace there. I thought that was great. Um big negative <laughs> to John and Christina for their use of the challenge material, um, the lasso. Poor Christina. She tried her heart. She tried her little heart, but she is not a DIY guress. Um, So Christina decides she's like, how are we going to use this lasso? Christina decides to make some sort of um, light fixture with it. She basically is just wrapping it a bunch of times around this like metal hoop that they'll attach with like wires and it'll just be like a little light fixture um fine idea in theory but the execution no I said this was a DIY fail (laughs) what did you think Rachel yeah I I don't know if it's important to note but there they had an original light fixture that did not involve the lasso Mm. and the shade broke on one of the bulbs and they were never going to get a replacement on time so that's how Christina decided to use the lasso rope is sort of a replacement. Yeah. It was, um, it, it was again, like that's, that's the challenge of these shows is the time clock is ticking. Yeah. The time clock. <laughs> <laughs> the clock is ticking. Um, I, I wasn't offended by it, but I, it certainly was not my favorite. And I think it looked a little junky. One of the little... twins said I would take that down if I <laughs> lived here. And I thought, I thought the same. I said, me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, um, I loved the green. I thought the green was gorgeous. It just yes. was way too farmhouse for my taste. I mean, I guess you could also argue that it was cabiny feeling mm-hmm. for Colorado, but it just, it felt farmy to me. Yeah, I agree. Um, I loved their bathroom. The green tile in the bathroom, on the other hand, was gorgeous. Yes. That shower was perfect. That's my shower right there. Yeah. I loved that's, that. That's my shower. The floors in the bathroom, gorgeous. That natural dark, like brown, dark gray stone. Loved it. Um, the waterfall vanities, eh, 
I'm not a big fan of Waterfall, I have to say, but they looked luxe and they're on trend. And One of the I twins like- pointed out that they'd never seen it in a bathroom before. So in- innovative. <laughs> we can give them points for innovation. I guess. Yeah. And then they had a laundry room in their closet, which again, genius. And they had the best laundry room, I'd say. I I sort of kind of got like a little bit turned around in the closet, bathroom, laundry Mm. room orientation. Everybody was sort of moving doors and walls and stuff. Um, I didn't, I thought their laundry room and closet looked awfully farmhouse. Yes. They got kudos though, because I think they had a, a sink also. I think they may have been the only ones who had a... Like a yes. wash space with a sink. Yeah. So their laundry room had the full size washer dryer with a sink. And then they had that cool like drying rack thing that was on like a pulley system. And so you pull it up if you have like pants that you have to hang dry or, mm-hmm. or a long maxi dress that you have to hang dry. And you just I thought it was cool. So that's John and Christina's design. We Paige and Mitch is who we have to talk about next. Paige and Mitch, yeah. I I really appreciate their strong, like, modern design point of view. Um, I thought the bedroom looked a little too hotel-y, though. Oh, really? I freaking loved their bedroom. It it was gorgeous. It was really cool. Um, I loved the wood paneling. I loved the colors that they chose, the moodiness. It definitely yeah. ties in with the rest of their house. They did a black accent wall with slatted wood mm-hmm. as a featured wall. And I just, oh, I could not get enough of that. I just loved it. And that if they had done the fireplace in the, the bedroom, mm-hmm. they would have been that my would, favorite for sure. Yeah, that would have, that would have really put it over the top. Um, but just that alone. And then. I, Leslie and Lindsay commented on the fact that all the other walls were very white. They didn't really do anything with the other walls. And I think mm. that really hurt them. And then they didn't have access to the deck like Anthony and Michelle did or uh, the Baumlers did. Yeah. I mean, even if they had put more of maybe that, that wood slatting on the white wall or just done done something, um, Maybe it would have helped them. But again, that's just design. That's not really adding value. Um, I, I liked their bathroom. I, I liked mm-hmm. the layout. I liked, um, you know, you had the tub right in the center and then you had the vanity. I didn't love the sconces that they chose um, for their two sink vanities. I thought they looked a little clunky. Um, I didn't notice that. I'll have to go back and look. I paused and did a did a deep survey of of the room what got your Uh, attention it got my attention I feel like they kind of just stood out a little too much for a bathroom um the bathtub next to the fireplace like we said was a nice touch it's it's a cool design element but at the same time if you don't take baths you're probably not going to use that fireplace that much so in their closet they built a secret door mm-hmm. to go into the laundry area, and on the secret door, it was a shelf of shelves of shoe of uh, sorry shoe a shoe shelf a shoe shelf. Um, and I thought 
it was it was so creative and the twins were just absolutely delighted by this like, oh my goodness secret door a secret door but then they pushed it open and i'm like wouldn't your shoes fall off yes they would and the shelves look so short the shoes yeah, they didn't, yeah. the shoes were twisted to the side yeah, it didn't really look practical for actual storage, which I would no. prioritize over having a secret door. For sure. Um, yeah, and then we go into their laundry room and they have their steamer and their washer dryer. And it's, you know, it's very, it's it's a great thing to have. But yeah, that door, that door, that door is, the shelves on that door are not good. And then... I actually wrote, this closet is too small for a rich person. Well, one of the twins said the closet's not doing it for me. And they were right. I mean, there was a lot of wasted space. There was, it, it, it was small. And then there, they put like a a chair randomly in the corner that mm-hmm. could have been used for shelving or storage. It just, it, it was a weird choice. Yeah. It was the, the spatial, spatial reasoning of the closet was not the best. Right. Um, so they spent 35 K and she asked, is it enough money? And I would argue, no, <laughs> it was not, but they did use their design challenge material or their design surprise material, the leather to make big, beautiful handles for the double doors that go into the closet, which I really liked. Yeah, it was cool. I think double doors going into a closet, while it probably doesn't add any monetary value, it looked really beautiful. It looked luxe. Um, <laughs> the double doors take you to kind of a small closet, though. Yeah. So, yeah it's like underwhelming. Womp womp. <laughs> yeah, totally. I I guess I kind of thought they were going to use the leather to make like an ottoman or a bench mm-hmm. or, I don't know, something. So I was a little surprised that it just went to handles, but look cool. They were like big, like big handles. They look like like rolling pins covered in leather. (laughs) Maybe that's what he used. Some big old dowels. (laughs) I liked them. I thought I liked them. I just like, yeah, you open the door and it's like a little underwhelming. Um, so who's the winner? It was Michelle and Anthony. Yay! They won. I think it was well-deserved. I, As much as I absolutely love Paige and Mitch's feature wall, I don't think that, you know, that should have gotten them the whole thing. I think Michelle and Anthony made a really cohesive, beautiful space. They added value by adding that balcony, that wraparound deck. Um, their closet beat out everybody else's. Um, and they did a great job with the the design challenge material. Yeah. They're the saddle blankets. They use them as blankets on the bed and then sewed pillows. So and y- y- if if I was picturing that in my mind's eye, I was like, are they just going to use blankets as blankets? But no, Anthony made this beautiful tapestry. He like sewed multiple blankets together, but like in a way that made sense. And then he made throw pillows. Like I said, it it looked like something out of Ralph Lauren Home. Like it was really, really beautiful. I think it's I think they spent the most out of any any team though, and I find that kind of funny given the fact that they're Lux for Less. (laughs) They're the Lux for Lex Lux for Less guys. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to spend money. You don't have a choice. So Yeah. 
Well, it paid um, but off. It, it won them the competition. So that balcony, we'll have to see if that's that's the silver bullet for them. I still want them to replace the urinal with a bidet, but I'll maybe they the, will. Maybe they at will the, at the end. At the end, the last episode, the designers get a chance to kind of fix any mistakes that they made or any projects that they didn't complete. So I imagine that um, <laughs> John and Christina will take down their lasso light and replace it with the fixture maybe that they actually wanted to put up there. Um, Anthony and Michelle can rip out the urinal and put in a bidet. Um, you know, we'll have to see what people decide to do. Maybe the bomblers will put some, some floating shelves on that rock wall that they did last week. So we'll have we'll have to see what people do in the coming episodes but this was a good one this was a fun this was a fun one yeah next week is lower level i guess basement yeah area. i 1500 square feet bottom floor great room so this is this doesn't have a designation i believe for like what it has to be so the teams are going to get pretty creative with these ones yeah i'm We'll, maybe we'll see a bowling alley. Maybe, maybe the teams will put in a third kitchen. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> How many kitchens is too many kitchens? Um, but yeah, this was Sweet Week. Congrats to Michelle and Anthony. And thank you for tuning into our recap of episode three of Rock the Block. If you want to get episodes delivered straight to your device, the moment we publish them, we will continue to recap this season. Please subscribe to House Party. If you have an extra few moments, if you could scroll down, give us a five-star rating, write a review. We love to hear what you have to say. I just sounded like a flight attendant. (laughs) please please remove your (laughs) please turn off your cell phones and put your tray tables up all right rachel how else can people get a hold of us and tell (laughs) us tell me how much of a goober i am as soon as you have your tray tables in locked position we'd love to hear what you have to say yeah your dad your dad was a pilot he knows (laughs) he was yeah uh well as soon as you've done all that uh, we do want to hear what you have to say. So please email us. Uh, we are a podcast at realtor.com. We would love to hear what you have to say about the show, what you like, what you don't like, or talk to us about Rock the Block and what you're enjoying this season or what you think is ridiculous. We clearly love chatting about it. So email us, podcast at realtor.com. You can also find us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And our handle is at housepartypod on all three. Tell us what you think about Ty Pennington's chaps. <laughs> if you even noticed them. If you... How could you... I mean, Rachel... I, I didn't. I, I'm sorry. I, I took copious notes this week, too. I still somehow managed to miss that. <laughs> All right. Thanks again for hitting play. We had fun this week, and we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.